This is episode 114. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at. With your host, Shane Chapman and Way Laurent. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. It would appear from the comments in the Instagram that we have started this at happy hour. Says Majestic Outdoors. I don't know where he lives at it's ha- Well, maybe it's four o'clock where he is. Woo! That reminds me, we should. Uh... We have a TikTok watcher. What? <laughs> We're live on TikTok. Okay. Well, shout out to Anthony Wilson. Hey, Anthony Wilson. I mean, if you join us on TikTok, you're going to ask to shout outs today because it's the first time we did it. That's this right. Is the first time we're on TikTok? Live. Live well, on I've, TikTok. I've done a lot. Not oh, the podcast. Yeah. Something good live on TikTok. Wow. Yeah. Not just me doing like bookings. Can you I, tell I, me any there. other lumberyard that's live on TikTok today? <laughs> today? <laughs> yeah, today. Do you think anybody like else is to... doing it? Oh, yeah, totally. Lumberyards are doing live on TikTok. Pro- no. Prove they're not. <laughs> Prove they're not. <laughs> I know how to play this game. <laughs> Prove me wrong. That's like that dude with a picnic table. Oh, does God exist? Prove he does. Prove he doesn't. Prove he, Prove he, Prove he doesn't. does. Yeah. That's how science works, right? You that is how science disprove, works. Disprove, roughly. You have to disprove you it. You have to disprove the proof. Yep. Holy shit, did we get a storm the other day? Hey, boys. My whirly bird blew off my <laughs> Really sent her a little too hard there, boys. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we... Uh, we're in Saskatchewan, which, I, like, our listeners are 80% U.S. of Americans, which I'm not sure if they'll admit that at this point in time right now or not. Yeah, happy half new, the might, half the new won't. president coming up down there, right? Impeach the old one. And so, anyway, we've had a pretty pretty mild... <laughs> you don't want to talk about that? <laughs> we want to we've talk about a, the wind. We've had a fairly mild winter so far. The weather's been nice, Yep. right? So it's been, scared. like, it's been really good. You can go outside any day and go skating, do whatever you want. It's been great. Then the weather the other day was like, heads up, uh, boys and girls, there's a, whatever they call it, a, a clipper. Hurricane. There's the Al- a clipper coming. The Alberta clipper. The Alberta clipper coming. There's going to be like 100K plus uh, winds and lots of snow at the same time. And what I thought was funny is that our, our store manager downstairs, Frazier, yeah. not a very optimistic dude with most things, but is always, I've noticed, optimistic about the weather. Okay. So he's like, well, I think I'm just, that's going to pass us. We're not going to see any of that. It's like, what, <laughs> on what basis are you making these claims? You have no idea. So anyways, end of the day on, was it Friday? No, sorry. Was it Wednesday that we got that? Today is Friday. End of the day on Wednesday, he's like, yeah, see, it's, see, it's, it's going around us. It's going around. Well, <laughs> that night, Dude, so we had like it came back. hurricane level one, they call it, like winds, 143 kilometer hour gusts, mm-hmm. which is what? 80 mile an hour winds or more pretty close. Yeah. Uh, with snow. So like there was a spot South of Regina that they said it was 160 something. Ugh. They recorded it. And so unfortunately as fast as my slap shot. Ooh. <laughs> what? They didn't get an accurate reading in Regina because the, um, it blew over the reading thing. Yeah, that's right. The, the wind meter For at the guy. airport. Yeah, didn't it like broke it. <laughs> joking. Snapped it in half. I don't know if it snapped it or broke it or what. But anyways, it uh, they didn't they weren't able to register it at I the mean, it, airport. It's so flat here. The wind just, it picks up speed. It's momentum. Oh, right? yeah. That's how that works. It, yeah. <laughs> Did you open your door that night? Were you up? Uh, yeah, I Cause was Because this was overnight for the most part. It started at like 10, 11 o'clock at night and went till 4 in the morning or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So I was up for it and I was like, I tried to open it. Like I did open my front door. It was like, I grabbed that thing with two hands mm-hmm. and outside was just like this, you know, people say like, oh, it was raining. The rain was flying horizontal. No shit. This was like, yeah. this was snow and it was sideways. straight sideways. Yeah, like it was, it was just like, yeah, it was I never landing. Agree. It was just like shoot down the road. Off to Winnipeg. Yeah. It's like, we're going right? to Winnipeg. So hard, but it was kind of not that cold out. It was really, I went outside because I had to pick up my garbage can. So this blowing <laughs> that was moving, this blowing <laughs> sleety snow ice was just sticking to buildings. Yeah. It was just caking on and like piling up, like icing a cake. Yep. And so I opened the door a few times because I lost some soffit in my on my porch. It was like banging around outside. I was like, oh yeah. I wasn't going outside to take it down. It's like <laughs> the damage will be what the damage is. I ain't going out there right now. That's what house just is for. Wild out there. And then yeah, the next day it was just like three inches of snow like caked on the uh-huh. side of your house. Like it's not even possible that things can hold. Wow. My house faces the way that the wind was blowing directly towards. So my my front door was just covered covered in snow like awesome. the screen on it so you open the screen and all like all you could see was snow i you saw some see pictures Crazy. on facebook where people had opened their door up and the, <laughs> like the snow layer just stayed and yeah the door i had opened, that a bit yeah. you took a picture of it right and it was like you could see the imprint of your door mm-hmm. on there not as much as some one of our customers uh that i used to work with a while ago but he bought a deck from us this past year Good posted guy. a picture Friend on of the uh, show Derek, Derek Kozlowski <laughs> posted a picture of his front area. Like he's got the garage, the attached garage up front and then like his front door set back. And it was just like <laughs> that little spot beside his garage up to his front door must've been like six feet high of snow got buried in there. And he like, he had shoveled out a little bit at the front. He's like, I could use some help. If anybody <laughs> like, all he had is a shovel and he's like, holy smokes. Yeah. So it was bad there. I saw some pictures of trees that had ripped out and they were stuck in power lines. Mm-hmm. They were fences. You have fences people down. losing fence panels. Like I saw a picture of a tree that landed on a car. Um, the neighbors to the east of us lost the roof on their building. Uh, it's a flat roof. And so I don't understand how that happened, but it's like it has a membrane on it. So it looks to me like it just kind of rolled up and rolled off the side of the building. Whoa. The roof is gone over there. Uh, my parents fire. lost the roof on their lumber yard. There's a few, hey. Second time. There was a place. Where's Tarpco? South of town. Okay, so apparently they, one of their big overhead doors oh, yeah. blew in, yep. and then the wind Oof. and the pressure got inside so bad that it blew out the back wall. The wall of the building, like, <laughs> gone. So blew oh. a wind tunnel through their building. I told um, I told Fraser and Juanita that when I came to work Thursday morning, I, I was pretty nervous coming here yeah. because the one overhead door, like we have two overhead doors on the west side of the building. And I thought for sure that one of those doors was going to blow in last, like on Wednesday, I thought right. it was going down. And that's what happens if they do that door, like if it buckles and caves in, then the roof goes. Right. Cause, Cause the like wind's got to go somewhere. It up. Yeah. It's got to get out. So anyways, luckily we didn't have any damage to any of our stuff. Thank God. We had a couple, Somehow. we had a couple two by tens vacation. Yeah, the neighbors, they left. They flew out of the but fence. But you got them. We got We're them going back. over the wall. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, guys. Hurry up. Okay, uh, Bryce, we have some. Are you wearing a Mario toque? Yeah. Yeah, my, my daughter told me I had to wear it today. She's wearing a Luigi one. Oh. Wowzers. Good. good on you. Yeah. Uh, you've got a moment of uselessness for us? The moment Do of you? uselessness. Okay, let's hear it. So today is going to be a test of brawn. Strength and muscle. Okay. Brain, brawn, strength, and muscle. About general riddles. (laughs) 
Okay. I suck at riddles. Yeah, get ready. They're not too hard. We're going to do three. Best out of three. First one to answer wins. Ooh, okay. Ready? Do I have to hit a buzzer in It took, just heads up, the last riddle we did took me 22 hours to figure it out, and it was because you figured it out for me. So if you're wanting this, this show to wrap up. Is this the riddle that you gave me, and then I had a minute to figure it out? Yeah, we're <laughs> seeing, That's what last we're seeing if you, crap. it's a week and a half later, have you figured it out yet? That's what today's moment yeah. of uselessness is. So uh, so what what uh, sound buttons do we got on the board? You can use those. That one. Okay, that one's you. Which one's Wade? For what? To ring in. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm using this one. Oh, yeah. Okay. We have to buzz in? Sure, why not? You should use that one because it's closer to you. Right. Okay, so the riddle is feed me and I live, give me a drink and I die. What am I? <laughs> I'll just take my hand off the button <laughs> while I think of this. Fast. Feed me and I live. Yep. And then what? Give me a drink and I die. What am I? Sounds like Wade's liver to me. Ooh. My liver is so strong. It is. Feed me and I live. Give me a drink and I die. That's right. I'm out. Where's my I give up button? That one. That one. Uh, It's all yours. All yours. I don't know that either. I can't. Fire. Oh. Oh. Of course. Now you guys understand what these riddles are going to be like. Yeah. You're going to use the elements of the earth. I got it. My next answer is also going to be fire, so pick your question wisely. What travels around the world while staying in a corner? Got a globe. That's not a bad answer, but it's not the right answer. What travels around the world while staying in a corner? Yep. Water. <laughs> <laughs> He's just saying random shit. The elements. Now. What travels around the world while staying in a corner? Hmm. The bathroom on an airplane? Hey, oh, no. <laughs> a stamp. Oh, oh God. God. These are so good. They're not. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Last one. Cop. A cop saw a truck driver going the wrong way down a one-way street but didn't pull him over. Why not? Was he backing up? No. Damn. Cop saw a truck driving the wrong way down a one-way street. A cop saw a truck driver going the wrong way down a one-way street, but did not pull him over. Was the cop driving the wrong way on the street? Nope. Was the truck driver walking? Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Shane wins. One nothing. One nothing. Woo! <laughs> that was your moment of uselessness. Okay, that was three moments. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, yeah. Anything else you want to get to? No. Someone did get the fire question, though. They yeah, did, I yeah. It, like, yeah. after we said it. Oh, okay. Twice. <laughs> um <laughs> so if, speaking of TikTok, I posted a video on TikTok. Did you see this, Wade? Did you watch? Did you watch? I don't no, watch. you don't follow us. I don't. Media. I posted a video. I've been posting videos on TikTok. I try. We have a lot. We have a lot of social stuff going on. It's hard to keep up with all of it. That's like that is a visual graph of how many times I go to the bathroom in a day. Our social media accounts. <laughs> 
Could you imagine how much stuff you could get done? <laughs> You're <at> like, <laughs> holy, Shane must have had IBS? milk today. IBS, <laughs> Shane. <laughs> so, so I, I've been posting all these I'm videos from food. my fresh Dex days. Because like, like on TikTok, I was like, what, am, what are we going to post here? So at one point, I went and dug back into my old fresh Dex account way, way, but like years ago and started downloading all the videos. I was like, I'll put these. They're all like how-to videos kind of that helped grow my Instagram. We'll try it. They've been doing great. But I came across this one where we were on a job site where that, remember the six-toed cat? Yes. Remember that video? So I posted yes. that one. Six-toed cat. So I think it's a, lot more, it's a lot more common than people think. Actually. It is. I didn't it know is. that at first. So I, when that was the first time I'd ever seen it, maybe up close and in person or maybe the first time I'd seen a cat that all of its feet had six toes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I lost it on the job site. Like the recording of me is like after I <laughs> finished kind of laughing, but I'm still laughing pretty hard on it. Like Justin and I, Justin and our old guy, we were both just like dying laughing at this cat with these funky toes. So anyways, I posted that video the other day. It goes like, like small viral. Like it's got like over a hundred thousand views <laughs> on this stupid cat. But there's quite a number of people that are upset that I was laughing at the cat and making the cat feel bad. I was yeah. embarrassing the cat and cat shaming, and yeah. that's not allowed anymore. Yep. I don't know yeah. when it was lo- allowed, but people didn't used to have a problem with it. It still is allowed. I, I don't like cats that much. I don't like the radical left. I don't like the radical cats. Cats with six toes are creepy <laughs> shit. And I think funny. they're up to something. They're funny. And it's like, you should be allowed to laugh at that stuff. Yeah, I, I, I thought la- so. Like, I cut my thumb off. I laugh at that. You laugh at that. It's like, well, that happens. It's funny. It's not like, meh, meh. Yeah, but people don't feel bad for humans. They just feel bad for animals. But that's silly because the cat has no emotion. And the cat doesn't care that you laugh at it. The cat's like, I right. need to eat. And, and the cat doesn't here. know that I'm like what I'm saying. The cat exactly. doesn't, doesn't speak English. Neither mm-hmm. does the dog. He's like, oh, lion. look at this happy guy. He's just here laughing. Yeah. I'm going to go for a little pet pet. Yeah. Like that's what the cat's thinking. Yeah. I'm going to go piss all over his shoes and then scratch his I can't wait till he's gone. (laughs) It's not like (laughs) they're going to ruin his hockey bag. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's not like the cat saw me from a distance and was like, oh, there's a chance for me to go show off my blingy toes. I'm going to go show off my blingy toes. And then came up to me. does it all the time. I was like, check out my blingy toes. And then I was like, oh, your blingy toes are stupid. And then he's like, yeah, I thought you're a bully. Like that's not how it happened. Yeah. The cat didn't care. They laughed at his blingy toes. Anyway, so, that's enough of those people. So follow us on TikTok if you want to sing follow see us on the, TikTok uh, the blingy cat toes. Oh. See more polydactyl. Polydactyls. Right? Hemingway cats. I prefer blingy toed cats, and that's how I'll refer to them from now <laughs> yeah. on. Keep keep watching the Ultimate Deck Podcast to see the only guy with the average amount of fingers. That's right. <laughs> cat melons you back out. You <laughs> actually have like twelve and a half <laughs> fingers now. <laughs> Okay, so uh, today, no, sorry, we're not even going to get to it today. No. Last week, okay, let's set the context for what's about to happen here, because this is not going to be a topic either, but it's going to be about decks. Last week, we did the, war- uh, sorry, not the warranty, the loyalty program comparison of all the major brands. Yep. Two and weeks ago. Two weeks ago. What? Because we did it last week, but we recorded a double whammy. We did a oh, double. Right, I forgot about that back second back one. Back to back. Anyway, so we on that episode we did the f- like five brands that we are familiar with, and we had we tried to include Moisture Shield. We did, and they didn't get back to you in time because mostly because 
you sent it to him nine minutes before the podcast. <laughs> it was 15, but yeah, <laughs> essentially that's what happened. Like I, You didn't give him a whole lot of time to get back. Nope. Everybody else got back with something at some point, but Moisture didn't get back to us yet. So we, and I said, my I said, we should just leave them out, like not talk about it. And you're like, no, no, I think we should talk about it. Well, it turns out that by talking about it, all you did was piss him off. Yeah, it did. So <laughs> we said, my there's Moisture Shield, but nobody got back to me. So he sewered them so my rep for lit, no good reason. My rep lit me up this morning. <laughs> You got a mean email. And then um, and then a lovely lady by the name of Molly from Atlanta, Georgia, also sent me an email. Listen to your podcast. Wondering if I could maybe give you some information on our contractor program. So anyways. So if shield. you're wondering if anybody listens to this podcast. Moisture Shield people <laughs> do. Moisture Shield people do. Uh, they do. I'm Moisture Shield. Yeah. yeah. So, so Wade felt in his complete, complete level of guilt he has been Guilty. trumped with here. Talk to the lady from Atlanta, Georgia, and put together a moisture shield. I feel pretty bad. Yeah. Right? But and and I said this to the rep, and I said this to Molly. It was just like, like I didn't give you guys a fair shot, and we ended up taking that podcast a couple days earlier than I wanted to. The Western Regional Rep had reached out to me on Thursday, but we recorded it on a Wednesday, and the talk was that was going to be recorded on Friday, and blah, blah blah. Anyways, so I felt bad because I did. I shorted them. I didn't give them time. So here we are. You were a dick. Don't be a dick, and then you won't dick. get mad emails. Yep. That's right. That's not the worst I've been this week, though. It's not even close, actually. Maybe we should actually give them their shot now. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not done sewering Wade yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to make Moisture Shield feel people, hurt people my feel better by sewering feelings. this dumbass here who, yeah, anyway. Just dial into that part that you use to hurt the cat's feelings and then right. really let her yeah. rip on nice you. fingers wade <laughs> <laughs> yeah see tiktok that's how it goes he made fun of my fingers i laughed the cat probably enjoyed that probably yeah that was the same job where the dog piled himself up in the deck on mesh oh, that we talked about that yeah. one so <laughs> same do- same so they've got they've got a goofy dog and a goofy cat yeah. same farm six-toed cat and a stupid dog <laughs> <laughs> This cat can count like a wizard. Right? We call dog this, can't count. Yeah, we call this the funny farm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on it in. It really is. All right, okay, let's get to it. Moisture shield. So basically, the 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 hits on this were: uh, is it a tiered program? Moisture shield does not have a tiered program at this point. Okay, they are working on it. They are they are in the process of doing that, and they hope to have that launched early this year. So. That's where we're at. Okay. Uh, they, That's why they were too busy to reply to your email because they're building the tiers. They're building the tiers. Um, included in that, they're going to have some training programs offered as well in their new program, but they, they don't right now. Um, their loyalty program is operated by a third party. It's called Contractor Re- Rewards. Uh, that's easier when you have all of your teeth to say that word. <laughs> <laughs> so... Missing thumb, missing teeth, right? Guys, like I'm half a, a man, really. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so contractor re- rewards is actually offered on a few different programs. So they they're signed up with uh, Benjamin Moore and Bellgard and Moisture Shield, and so this program could actually work if you were a if if like if you were doing the whole project in the backyard, if you were doing the pavers and you were doing the decking, mm. and you chose to use Bellgard pavers and moisture shield decking he could really build up some solid points so are you saying that you could redeem a bunch of points for like by selling moisture shield but then you could use the points for paint 
No, you could get well, the points. You get the points for paint. For you paint. get the points for pavers. You get the points for deck boards. So it's siloed. You can only redeem them, or I guess we haven't got to. We haven't got to redeeming them, them yet. yet. <clears throat> Shane, <clears throat> yeah, yep. slow down, anyway, Wade. Slow That's down. It. I'll let no. you finish. Such a hurry, right? Hey, you're the one that probably got didn't wait kids. for the email to come in before you made the podcast <laughs> and an ass out of yourself. <laughs> when you go to load these points, they do have an app. And so it's is app-based or web-based, either. Um, you do not have to separate out uh, what you purchase. You can just like scan or take a picture of the invoice that you got and they will manage all of that for you. Nice. They'll identify the boards and the papers, and et cetera. Um, you earn points based on boards. Um, and so... Number of boards. <clears throat> yeah, Molly purchased. sent me an email. Shout yes. out to Molly, hey? What's up, Molly? For following up and getting the information. Yeah. And listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Yeah. And untying you. Yeah, so she has... Basically, what's happening is you have sort of points per board, and, and then it's ranked basically on the quality of the, not the quality of the board, but the level of the board, right? Everybody has a Easy. good, better, best. About to get another email. Yeah, everybody has a good, better, best. <laughs> and so um, for their entry-level board, one by six, like, which is a deck board 12 feet long, you gain 10 points into your system. For their vision, cool deck, 20-foot board, you would pick up 54 points. And so... <laughs> Whoa. Wait, what? What's Why the- 54 Ten for a twelve footer with with their least expensive board, their entry level board. Oh, okay, right, and so they they're like everybody else. I they see. have good, better, best. They have mm-hmm. so it is proportional. If you're in the same line, you go from yeah. ten so or twelve to a sixteen to a twenty. It's proportional amount of points. Correct. So with elevate, it's ten, fourteen, seventeen. Okay, and then uh, vantage, vantage is twenty four, thirty two, forty. Uh, vantage marine, nice and simple. Fifty seven, <laughs> seventy. It's a little bit tricky. I have the spreadsheet, yeah. and if you want the Sounds spreadsheet, Sounds like, to be fair, they probably you. had started typing the email before the podcast, but just, like, it took a bit. Yeah, it took a, it was a took long... A that's so, called, that's anyways, I believe... Seems that, a little complicated. Yeah, it's a little bit tricky, but it, but it's point-based, and so sure. uh, those points are then put into a pool, and it, and it works, like I said, with other programs as well, and then you can you can purchase things. So you can purchase Apple products, or you can you know purchase Yeti products, or... Mm different things that you want, tools and stuff. And so they've got a catalog of correct items. You're going to kind of log in Mm -hmm. and then pull product out of that catalog. Cash option. Uh, Not that I, not that I heard. Okay. Reselling the products counts as your cash item. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the street value is on a Yeti? (laughs) Yeah. What's the street value on a Yeti guys? (laughs) Um, Okay. So you're going to earn points on boards. Obviously the better board, the better the points will be. Molly is going to share the file. I have that. Then she also wanted to talk about a first-time user rebate. Oh, yeah. Mm, love that. They're good, right? Right. Fibron had one of those. Correct. Um, so you're going to receive 200 points when you first sign up for their program with Moisture Shield. And then they also do a cash back on your first purchase. And they're going to like, they'll send you cash. Oh, okay. Back on, right. on, the, on the first buy. Teaser cash. Teaser cash. So yeah. So before we get any farther, how valuable are these points? I was going to ask that question, but I figured because like when I go to yeah, when I go to PC or shoppers, it's like ten million points for buying a banana, right? And you can correlate like what's an air mile worth? It's like ah, one air mile is like twenty two cents or something, right? Yeah, exactly. So is there like a is there a thing here? 
roughly. If I, if I get an iPad, how many? Like how much how is many a Yeti? Thousands of deck boards am I gonna have? Wait, how much? Wait, how many points for a Yeti? Yeah, Wade. Yeti. Wade. Okay, hold on. Mention. Come on, Wade. Wade. It's just Wade. a Yeti. They're gonna. She's gonna send me a link to sign in. Right now. She sent me this contract reward, and then they're. Uh, I'll have to log into this, and I'll actually. So she's giving me some information. I can actually log in, and then go through some of this stuff. Are you gonna drag this shit onto a third this podcast? This is how prepared Wade so was. This planning show. is everything. <laughs> there is going to be a, a third rewards one because. TimberTech was working on some stuff and Moisture Shield is also working on some stuff right now. So we're going to have to do this again in March. And undoubtedly, everybody else that we talked about the program is going to now tweak them. Yeah. Look, see, five runs calling me as we go. Mike, here. Mike's calling me like, why are you giving, why <laughs> are you listening live? So much play. I just <laughs> listened to your podcast. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Okay. So <laughs> you should have answered it. <laughs> so like, You're on the pod. I should. If this was Bluetooth, I totally would. It could be. Okay. So... <laughs> Anyways, uh, they have a first-time user program, which is really good. Uh, currently, they have no warranty attached to, like, if you sign on. Like, if you if you sign up and you're part of the... As a preferred contract. Preferred hey, contract Mike. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Uh, you're live. You're on the podcast. Soon. Yeah. So, pardon me? What's the topic? Uh, well, we haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> you know how we go with these things. Slow and steady. Six tips to increase your close rate. Nice. But you've interrupted your competitors' discussion about their loyalty program, Moisture Shield. We skipped them last week, and so now we're doing that. Yeah. Are you uh, are you asleep at the wheel? <laughs> well, we did. That's that episode's already up. We're done it. It's already posted. Yeah, I didn't mean. I I didn't mean for your phone call to like interrupt the whole thing. I thought Wade was going to keep talking, but <laughs> I was going to try to Bluetooth you in, but now I'm like, now I'm frazzled. I can't figure it out. Yeah. How about so am, I being, <laughs> am I being recorded right now? Oh yeah. You're a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that here. just happened yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. I'll give you a shout back, buddy. Yeah. Call me after. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Everybody, Mike Fourflow from Fibron. Let's hear a, hand, a round of applause here for Mike. Okay. I don't know if that picked up in the mic or not, but great, dude. A little bit of it did. <clears throat> so currently okay. they have no warranty attached to their installer program, um, but they are that is also being worked on. Okay. And they're going to put some stuff together for that. Remember how I said I didn't really like that anyway? So I'm not, I'm okay with that. Yep. Yeah, warranty should be on the board. Warranty should be, this should be the customer show on it. Yeah. Like, Correct. Uh, right now they don't have uh, requirements to sign up. So you know how some of them you had to provide your business license and you mm -hmm. had to provide insurance. Mm -hmm. Uh Currently, they don't have that. Uh, it's something that they're looking at because, like everybody, too many they, mics on bikes. Well, they want to have tiers, right? And so it's like maybe you're very entry level, you don't have to sign up for that. But as you progress into the platinum area, then sure, maybe you will, right? So, okay. Uh, they will do display priority on the tiered program, they think. Um, and what Molly was really sure to tell us about is that they're not abandoning the program that they have, they just want to build on it. They, they like what they have fundamentally, but it certainly needs some tweaks to come more into line with what everybody else is doing. Well, I think anything should always be open to tweaking. Constant improvement. Right. Continuous improvement. We tweak every year. Mm -hmm. Tweakers. Tweakers. We're like tweakers. Wait, that's twerking. We twerk Ew. all the time. Mm -hmm. No, but we tweak our business every year. We sit down in the winter and we're like, what do we need to change? You got to stay fluid. 
and the retreat is being considered because they used to do it with the previous oh. manufacturer. The current manufacturer, they don't, but they're thinking like... What do you mean the current, the previous manufacturer? Well, I don't know. Did I get that wrong? Did they have different people that made the board at one point? Who's AGT? A-A-J-T. A-E-R-T? A-E-R-T. Who's that? <laughs> That's them. That's Moisture Shield. Did they change names? Advanced or? something recycling technologies. Is there a name change? I Recently? don't know. So she had dropped two acronyms and I like <clears throat> for speed of the podcast, I didn't I didn't ask. Because you were like okay. at my door being like, How long? <laughs> I don't know, like a couple minutes. Anyways, so she dropped two acronyms and at one Wade's research for this episode went so long that it made our th- ep- our episode two episodes after it late yeah. starting. Yeah, this is we're twenty minutes in now. <laughs> anyway, so they used to have a program. <laughs> now they're thinking. About, then they don't now. Funny guy thinking about having a reward uh, retreat. So they're going to do a retreat. Maybe they don't. And know. they can do it like summer on like summer hot with their cool deck technology boards. We're gonna so you don't we're gonna revisit this in March when they launch their new one. Boy, I see what program. they did here. They snuck their way onto another podcast. Yeah, they three did. podcasts. Do it again so, later. Okay. App. Who, el- who else is left? What are we on? Points never expire. Points never expire. Submit invoices within 60 days. Oh, that's that's short. Short. Everybody else gives you the days. whole year. But if it's just an app, you should just take a picture of it. When you should you do it right away. Invoice, you should do it you now. Forget right? Yeah. So enroll and submit invoices via contractor reward app, website, or email. First invoice submitted, contractor gets 200 bonus points, and then there's some cash back as well. Program is free to join. Points never expire. Submit your invoices within 60 days, and there are over 1 million reward options. 1 million? 1 million. How's that even possible? There's 10,000 different golf balls. (laughs) Occasionally, they'll offer promotional items via contractor rewards. Uh, So there's a lot of discounts on there. Certain lines, colors earned, extra points. Okay, yeah. Anyway, so that's... Uh, so Moisture Shield seems like it lines up with everybody else. It seems like there's a little... Like, they don't have the tiered program, but it sounds like that's really... Like, it's happening. Yeah. And so other than that, I think all of their stuff lines up. What did up you say about two names for? Were you talking about Choice Deck? Maybe. She used like acronyms. She used two acronyms. I don't remember what we were talking about. I'll have to anymore. talk to her about that. Okay. Oh, and then the one-off. Uh, they do not require a specific clip to be used in order for our structural or fade and stain warranty to apply. Mm. We just require that the product is installed according to our installation guide and the substructure is sound. Good. And I, so when I was talking to her about it, I was like, do you require a specific clip? Because there's other people that do. She was like, oh boy, I'll have to get back to you on that one. And she did. And I told her, I was like, what I want you to say is that you don't because doesn't matter what the clip is. It's a grip. It's a clamp. Because if you do, I'm going <laughs> to rip on you for another 20 minutes. <laughs> Shouldn't matter which clamp you use to hold the That's board right. down. Right. Okay. So there was my, yeah, my apology to Moisture Shield. Sorry about that. There it is. We'll get back to you. <clears throat> you got an episode all by yourselves. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get to the topic because we're 30 minutes in. The topic today is six tips on how to increase your close rate. But are we talking about at the bar? Let's do it. No. The, yes. At the yes. bar? These could be, this could be, there should be 30. This is six that you might not have thought of, okay? With the girls? This is not like, like there's obvious ones. There's like, send your quote back in time, have a good website. There's all that crap. Mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm. could, all those things matter. These are, this is, we're digging up a bit of an old episode and we added one to it. But these are just things like you might not think of or, um, I don't know, they're fun, they're fun for us to say. So that's, that's why right. they're on the podcast now. 
So, like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. No, that's yep. fun. That's to the say. first tip. That's yep. fun to say, right? Okay, let's go reverse. Reverse engineer this thing. Number six, Wade. Yep. You ready? I'm ready. You don't know what these are. We haven't shared them yet. I do. So we're gonna get your up. comments on them right away, and you can tell me whether they're a good idea or not. Number one, dress for business. What you wear? Does it matter, Wade? What you wear when you show up for Nesbitt at somebody's house? Absolutely. If you don't think it matters what you wear, this could be closing at the bar too. <laughs> like, it matters what you wear. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Every single person on earth judges a book by its cover. And I don't care what you say. You absolutely do. And so if you don't think that people judge you when you show up, you're wrong. They have. Awfully aggressive. It's true. It is absolutely true. Yeah. So here's the... and. Like, this is not fair, but this is true. If a if a man in a suit approached me downtown and asked for cash, like asked for $5, I would likely give that to him. And oh, I, I know I'm scamming you for a while. Right? <laughs> and I, but I... You're I mean, an asshole. Because <laughs> that, sure I am. Now you're about to tell me that the homeless guy who needs it, you're not going to give it to him. <laughs> I like, I uh, just... Me too. It's, it's not... <laughs> Like, it's not fair. It's not, it's not fair. And neither is life. But everybody judges everybody. If a homeless guy... Everybody judges everybody. If I pull up to the bank and I'm about to walk to the bank, like, we have a night deposit thing and I, like, all I have to do is walk 20 feet from my truck to drop money in the, into the night deposit. Mm -hmm. If people that are walking past my truck on the street are all... Business casual or or business attire, I don't lock my truck. I get out of my truck. I walk to the business, like to the bank deposit, I deposit it. But if I can see people that are like homeless people, I lock my truck. And and that's just prejudice. And and I I judge based on their clothes. And so do you dress for business? Yeah, you should. It's important to like so, it's important to look a certain way. So but my question is then what's dressed for building decks? If I walked up in a thousand dollar suit, yeah, you want to do the suit on your deck. deck. No, don't like so. Be appropriate, right? So good hair is key, or, That's a, what or M, a clean hat. Mikey four floor right there. <laughs> good hair, and or what a, about cologne or a ball cap? Sure, smell is huge. Majestic if you roll in living. and stink, majestic outdoors. See, well, don't stink, but do you think you should wear cologne? Uh, I think that one shot of cologne is always a good idea. Drink it though. I don't. You think don't. You don't put you it. Do on. You do not just, need to have an, like. Ready. You don't need to have the <laughs> old the Italian angel. shower. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian shower. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't need to step out of your truck and give her the full body. Yeah, because you also that's also bad. That's a that's too far. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say I wouldn't re- I wouldn't wear a cologne. Make sure you don't stink. But I wouldn't wear a cologne. Maybe that's because I worked in a in an office environment for so, for so long where it was like you got to be their sensitivity to smells. Somebody will hurt their feelings. Right? Yeah, but, but people but some people don't uh, they don't take to like strong scents very well. Mm-hmm. Not personally, but it, like gives them headaches and shit. So, right. Like you so don't want to like, trigger that. What but. if you were What if you held it five feet away and like sprayed it in the air and kind of walk through it? You just. <laughs> That's the way you're supposed to do it. Pivot. Pivot the episode. (laughs) Six ways to apply cologne. (laughs) You got to be fluid, Chapman. Let's go. (laughs) Looks like we lost the live feed. Is that they're saying here that it's frozen up and it kind of looks frozen up? It looks like it came back. Okay. So I just caught that. Anyways, like I would say uh, a golf shirt is probably okay. Golf shirt. Yeah. Collared shirt. Collared. Doesn't have to be a dress shirt. Doesn't have to be a tie. Doesn't have to be a suit. But 
don't be in a t-shirt. Let's be honest. It depends on what you're selling here too. If you're walking up to sell a little $8,000 deck in the backyard, 10 by 20, like that's a different story than if you're walking there to sell a three quarter million dollar backyard experience. Like absolutely. If you're doing that, you probably arguably should be showing up with a tie. If you're looking to close down six figure million dollar deals, that might take it like a little bit more. So I actually think if you're closing six million, like if you're closing million dollar deals, you're meeting at the office. You're not meeting. Possibly. Yeah. You're not meeting mm-hmm. at the house. Right. So you should be wearing a suit. Come to my office. We have a presentation. Anyways. Yeah. You, you got to dress for it. I think the point of this here is don't show up in the stuff you were just building in 45 minutes ago. Don't show right. up sweaty, covered in sawdust. Wearing your jeans that has PL premium smeared all over them. and Even if like, that's what you present yourself as on Instagram, because these people have already seen you. They already know that you probably do... You're dirty. Yeah, oh, they, yeah. you probably there do have drywall mud on your pants, or you probably do have PL premium. You know what I mean? Like, they expect you to look like that. But when you show up to tell them how much money they're going to give you, you shouldn't look like that. Yeah, the point is just look professional. And it's an opportunity for branding here as well, right? If you put on a nice collared shirt with a logo embroidered on it or whatever, then you're, you know, you've you've gotten one instance in their memory of your brand as you walk out. You just like the the goal is here is to to look better than the guy before or the girl before. Like dress a little bit more appropriately. Like I said, yeah, business casual, I think it would be my preferred. That's what I would probably do. I wouldn't I'm not saying you can't wear jeans, but wear clean jeans. Wear clean jeans. Wear a collared shirt. Mm-hmm. Have to go on his, you don't have to show up like Kevin from NFDI. Speaking of Italian showers, right? Right. But it's he's doing okay. Not, he's closing jobs. Yeah. He's closing some jobs. So yeah, don't like, it's easy with how busy you are as a contractor. Like you're slammed. We get it. Everybody's slammed. And it's, you, you do your estimates at night often mm-hmm. after work. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to just jump in your truck from the job site, drive and hit up three houses and go present yourself. But, and so that's okay. You can still do that. That timeline still applies. Have your change of clothes in the back. Carry a change of clothes. You're going to change real quick into something a little bit more presentable. Change in front of the job you already have. Don't change in front of the job you're about to get. <laughs> well, Italian shower. Depends on who the customer is, I guess. <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyways, I would just, yeah. Yeah. It makes it, it may, like you said, people judge, they get a first impression based on what you look like first. Mm-hmm. And so don't hamper yourself by showing up and being grubby That's and right. smelly and stinky and dirty. Yeah. You're walking into somebody else's house. Nobody wants dirty people coming into their house. That's right. Even people who like homeless people don't want them in their house. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to get more emails. This is what this we episode. <laughs> ba, ba, uh, number two, <laughs> pet the dog, Wade. I always do. Pet, pet the dog. Always do. Don't laugh at the cat. Laugh at the <laughs> cat. Don't laugh at the cat. Whatever you do. Laugh at the cat. I already had that job. Yep. I was in the middle of building it. It was okay to laugh at the dog or at the cat at that point. Yep. Uh, no, my. My point here is embrace the things that the people that the homeowners love. So if they've got dogs and kids or pets, whatever, like, do you, uh, do you like pat their kids on the head? And you're like, <laughs> feed them a kibble out of your pocket. Good boy. Right. Here you go. Little Sammy. Um, <laughs> do you like peanut butter? Uh, no, I have an allergy. Uh. <laughs> Peace. All right. Well, now that he's out, uh, we have some ch- chance to talk here. <laughs> he was just going to mess this whole thing up for us anyways. Um, uh, by petting the dog, I mean this builds some rapport with the customers. If you if like if they're dog people and you walk up and 
you come across as a dog person, like you have an instant bond, something to connect over. Or so if be you, a dog person. Be, well, if you're not, like, don't be a dick to the dog if you're not, right? right. Don't walk up there and be like, push the dog away and be like, oh, you're walking into their house, mm-hmm. okay? And there's a dog that lives there, and that dog is part of their family. And so this is a bit of, this is one of the fun to say things, but this is just like, be pleasant with the things that matter to those people in their house. That's right. Yep. Their kids, their pets, their potential parents, like whoever it is. Maybe that's why I lost so many jobs. I was never pleasant with kids, mm. you know? Really? Because you you had that you had the joke like you'd just be like whoa I can pull <laughs> yeah. my thumb off. So back in the day, back in the day when I you wasn't pleasant, thumb. I had the thumb. Oh, that's why. Get out of here! <laughs> I want to talk to your parents about how they're going to stiff me on this next bill. But they're they're interviewing you in a sense, and they're about to. <laughs> if you're going to win the job, they're inviting you into their home for yep. a number of like it could be days, it could be weeks, it could be months. Yep. And so the kids are going to be around, the dogs and pets are going to be around. They want to make sure they're hiring somebody who fits in with the family during that time. It isn't going to be a complete jackass yep. to the things that matter to them. Mm-hmm. So pet the dog. It builds rapport. It builds rapport. Plus, I always found it to be like a nice little icebreaker. Like when you walked into the house, if there's a dog there, that was an easy way to like, to not just be face-to-face <laughs> with the customer and like, okay, who's, hi. Like you could like, yep. it was a nice distraction, an icebreaker and talk about the dog for a minute or whatever, right? Like I always found it was like a good way to just kind of open things up. So uh, on the six ep- on the six ways to train your dog, <laughs> you're actually not supposed to address the dog. That is true. I you're yes. actually supposed to avoid the dog. You're supposed to visit with people first because then the dog realizes that it's like it's not the boss. It's, it's number two. It's number two. But I suck at that. I always pet the dog. Let the, <laughs> let like, the dog be the boss. Yeah. He's so cute. Come here, so good. So you can work on this when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> that was number five, actually, not number two, because we were going in reverse order. Yeah. Cascade Fence and Deck said, probably don't pet the kids. Pat. I didn't say pet pat. Oh, it's pat. Yeah. Not pet. If you're if you want to run for president of the US, you pet children. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Zing. Send the emails. I'm ready. All right. We're ready to go. Emails here. Uh, and uh Quigley Cable. Cable Rail says, uh, probably don't wear a Carhartt thong. Carhartt thongs are uncomfortable. Carhartt thongs don't cut it. They're super uncomfortable anyways. Yeah, I don't know that I want that gripping me. You don't want that material hugging you? Mm. Probably offers good support. Yeah, never break down. Potentially. But but not soft. Not soft. Okay. Number four. Be empathetic. Mm -hmm. And so what I am referring to with this one is... uh, we become desensitized to because of the car hard thongs. <laughs> <laughs> All of the daily chafing. Right, exactly. <laughs> My life is just one big chafe. <laughs> Let's cut this list of three and get out of here. <laughs> to um, the happy hour. Enough of this. Yeah. The we become desensitized to the numbers that we talk about every day, right? You come off yep. a job that mm-hmm. you've you've it was hundred and fifty thousand dollars that person just spent and like whatever. You know, you did a million dollars this year. So numbers aren't big to you anymore. $15,000 isn't big to you anymore. You've done jobs way bigger. So it, it, you're desensitized to it a bit. But for these people, that's a, depending on who it is, it could be a giant investment. This could be all of their life savings. This could be yep. going on a credit card. This could be something they saved up for 10 years. You don't know. this. So here, here you go. I'll, give, I'll drop this little tiny little nugget and you can have it and keep it. <laughs> Wades. When they, What's your return policy before you give this? Yeah. When they tell you how much they're going to spend... Yep. I Double. think I think you should think to yourself how comfortable you personally are with spending that much right. money. Right. 
right? Don't laugh. And if somebody says to you they're only going to spend 10, think to yourself, could I roll out and buy a quad right now? Because mm. you can't. You're a contractor. You can't even pay your accountant properly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some do. Like like some guys can. But Wait's just coming for people today. <laughs> I'm after it. But but that happens, man. Yeah. It's like when yeah. people say 15000 or 10000 and contractors are like, eh. A lot of, like, shoemakers' kids go barefoot. And so a lot of people that take that kind of money in also couldn't spend it, right? That's right. And we have that happen to us every day. I have tons of people walk in the store and tell us what their budget is, and I couldn't spend that on the deck. Yeah. Yeah, you go like, it's only 20 grand. It should be within budget. And then, I would and then you're going to get new carpet, and they're like, it's five grand. You're like, five grand? That's it. I'm, going, that's I'm right. going to Amazon. I can get <laughs> it for 1500 right. That's right. Anyways. So yeah, be empathetic and understand people's situations aren't like, put yourself in their shoes. That's what empathy is, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to try to see that maybe this is bigger to them than it is to you or to, than it was to your last customer. So when they, when they, you know, need to find ways to make it work, don't, don't push, don't like, just understand that a little bit and yeah. be easy with the numbers and, you know, address them gently because nine times out of 10, these things do cost more than people are expecting. Yeah. And, and so sometimes you get a little off put when they're like, well, that's, you're, that's way too expensive. And you, you want to get your defenses up right away, but like, no, no, hold, like, hold on. <laughs> like they didn't know what to expect. And that's a big number. Yeah. That's right. Facts are facts. Yep. So, yeah. And like, I just, I just think that it like, <laughs> it's often what happens is, is that exact scenario. You tell them a number, they're shocked. You're offended. And it's like, don't be offended. Mm-hmm. Work through that with them. Yeah. Right. Um, anyways. Yeah. Number three, don't sell. How do you include, increase your close rate? Don't yeah, sell. So I hate, pe- I hate sales guys. Don't be a salesman because, uh, people are already expecting it. Don't, don't meet their expectations when they think that there's a contractor showing up. That's going to try to get them to spend more money than they want to spend. Don't be that guy. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be what they're expecting. Yeah. Go in there. Help educate, be empathetic again, mm-hmm. help them along the process, give them the information they need to make their own decision. Don't try to force them into anything. Yep. I mean, that doesn't mean you can't suggest and guide them out towards smart decisions because some people just aren't going to know that they shouldn't use this product or they shouldn't do things this way. Like you need to know where that line is of being smart and responsible versus being salesy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, your goal at the end of all this should be a happy customer that has a safe project that was built properly it should not be to sell them the most expensive thing you can or to sell them the board that you like because you like it, but there's other ones that are just as mm-hmm. good and it, if the color matches their house better, like be flexible, like work, mm-hmm. know what's know what you can be flexible with and know what you can't. But yeah, don't go in and just try to sell them. That's That also doesn't mean that you can't, like if you're, if so we just talked about the, the warranty pro or the contractor program. So if you're a Trex pro, that doesn't mean you, you have to install a TimberTech board. Just understand that you do this every single day and mm-hmm. they do it once in a while. So explain to them the difference of the the board and why you want to use the board you want to use. That doesn't mean you can't, but if at the end of the day they have to do timber tech, if it has to be that board, then be flexible. Well, use pe- that board. And people are different but, too, right? Like some people can walk into our store, there's a hundred boards in the wall and they can make their own way to the board that they want to use. Yeah. Other people, you put three in front of them and they can't make a decision. They want all your input. Yeah. So you're going to have to kind of like, like feel them out and guide them along. Like yeah. I said, I think it's always better just to guide them towards the decision than it is to try to force them into a certain way or to yeah. sell them things. Cause it's like, it's not about you. It really isn't. It isn't about <laughs> so, you. 
Right. As much as you want to close that job, it ain't about you. Mm-hmm. When you're done, you leave, you cut your check, you do you pay your taxes and you're gone. This is their 20 year decision. Yeah. So. Yeah. Pay your taxes. <laughs> Good advice from Shane. <laughs> so you're a week. You're, you're at that house for a week. So, yep. It's a, right. a short period in your life. I thought that was a noun. You're a week. You're like, so weak. You're a weak man. <laughs> uh, Quigley Cable Rail says, as professionals, it's our role to give the homeowners the proper information so as they can make the buying decision. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say. Just wordier. Yeah, I, there's no way I could do it that succinctly, but uh, that's why we do the Instagram, so that's, people can help us be more concise. Anything else to add to that, Wade? Don't be a salesman, because you're right. I hate I hate being sold on I close like I like I personally close so fast when somebody tries to sell me. Unless yep. someone's really good at yep. it. And you kind of know that they're good at no, it. No, you gotta trick then me. it pisses me off. So because they're better. This is what we're better are, than you. you always, remember, <laughs> oh, you're better than me. <laughs> remember home shows? Remember trade shows? <laughs> nope. So we always talk about this too. Like we don't go to the home shows to sell. Bec- and the reason for that is because the people that are going there are expecting to be sold. Mm-hmm. And so they have their walls up. Yeah, you don't, nobody wants to be cat called into a booth to try out a shake weight. Nobody like you don't <laughs> like I do, you do, you do three for three. But most people outside of this room don't. But like, what does it feel like, right? <laughs> but you want to. Yeah. <laughs> so then I don't even care if it works. So then you gotta. So you try it. That's there, right. There I am standing in the booth, shake waiting, <laughs> <laughs> being judged. People are walking by judging me. And yep. it's like, yeah, well, at least I had a colored shirt on. But for a, lo- a lot of people want to make their own decisions. They want to move at their own pace. They don't want to be heckled. You don't want to go to the fair and have the guys at the games like call- yelling at you like, come on here, throw the ball. Yeah. So you just, you just like, don't. We always said we would go in there to inform and help and be what people need us to be. And it's not about trying to sell them something. They've already got the guard up a little bit. You've got to break that down. Yep. And you break that down by being open and like, empathetic and petting their dog and like doing those things so you can have a uh, conversation with them and, and help guide them to a final decision. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't sell. Don't sell. Do you want to sell better? Don't sell. Don't sell. Don't sell. Number two, you knew this one was coming. Yeah. Get a shake weight. Charge yeah, for estimates. Sh- oh, God dang. dang. I was yeah. so close. I was like, <laughs> show up with a shake weight. Here, have you tried this? That's the best way to not sell. Show up at a house, do an estimate, hand them a shake weight. Be like, can you imagine? This? Oh, God, I just had a wicked vision. <laughs> Have you tried this? Listen, the last guy that tried to sell me something sold me a shake weight. I'm not going to sell you anything. Here's a shake weight. Try this. <laughs> I envision the guys from... <laughs> it's free. I envision the guys from Cascade Fence and Deck implementing this because they're all about systems and they got multiple <clears throat> crews and like you see them kind of rallying around doing training and rah-rah and all that stuff. You and, know, and operating their business like a business should And they're run. in here. That's right. That's yeah. right. They're in here. I think it would be really funny, especially for some clientele, if like you had a shake weight break <laughs> and it was like the three guys in your crew at like two o'clock every day would stop, mm-hmm. go out in the middle of the, the lawn and you're all just like, boop, 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 you know, who's going to do that is the pro laws would absolutely <laughs> do a 100%. shake weight. <laughs> yeah. You can get out there and do a little planned shake weight session. Oh uh, boy. And uh, the wife is in the house just sweating bullets. Um, number two, charge for estimates. Charge for them. This is the, of all the things on here, this is the one that you're going to increase your close rate most assuredly with this one. Decrease your stress. Yeah. Right? Think about yourself. All sorts of positives. Increase your success. (laughs) Your turn. But I mean, like, if we look at these things. No, 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 no. Sorry, I missed it. 
What did you want? Decrease your stress. What did you say? What did you say? I said decrease your stress. Increase your success. See what we're doing here? <laughs> now it's yours. Come on. Feel like you're blessed. I don't know what you want <laughs> to say. Oh, close enough. <laughs> I think we got a sales program now. Cascade, <laughs> Fence, and Decks, they're, they're doing it. Shake, Shake weight's, weight's coming, up. coming up. Shake weight. Uh, we've talked to us before how, how much this can change your life. And I, like that sounds dramatic, but honest to God, the feedback that you get from guys that decide to go ahead and start charging for estimates or charging for consultations, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. have nothing but great things to say. Uh, you become more profitable. You become less stressed, less frustrated. You have way more time. Your customers are happier that you do deal with. Like, mm-hmm. There's only positives in it. The only negative that you can pr- try to muster up is, well, but yeah, but then some people won't, they'll just, they'll, like, they'll balk at that and they won't pay it. Uh, nope, that's a positive too. Mm-hmm. Because those people were never going to hire you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now you haven't wasted your time. Oh, you get less estimates, but you'll close all of them. You close the same number. This close is close more. Would you rather close eight out of ten or eight out of twenty? Like that's a, that's exactly what we're what we're talking about here. And so, holy smokes, <laughs> this might be a first time. Look at yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's going to happen. This, this is, is a, a special episode today. It's a pretty good one. There's all sorts of mix of stuff in here. Here comes. This here is, we were talking about Fraser this episode even. And here he is bringing us uh, sausage. This has turned into a real sausage party. A real sausage party. Thanks, Fraser. Oh my God, that smoke oh. just hit me. So good. That's oh okay. my God. They I don't, don't need it. They don't need it. <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. They won't e- they're not even going to chew. <laughs> Push. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm about to make some friends on the Instagram here when they see my talents. Mm. <laughs> um, would you rather win 8 out of 10 or 8 out of 20? Like, some people are tied up in, like, how often the phone rings and they use that as a metric metric for success. Right, it's I'm not. so busy. It's yeah. not. Nope. Just because your phone's ringing a whole bunch, doesn't that doesn't mean a damn thing. It just means that you're accessible and, like, maybe it means you've done a good job of putting your brand out there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, maybe you've done, like, maybe you've done a good job of marketing or your advertising is working. Mm-hmm. But the difference probably is, is that people are, you might still get 20 phone calls. You're just not going to go to 20 houses. You're going to cut that number down to 10. Yeah. You're not, by doing this, you're not making yourself less accessible or less less brand awareness. You're still going to be mm-hmm. out there and be known. Just like you're going to pre-screen some people to make sure you're not wasting anybody's time. And so this one will shoot your close rate up significantly, much more than the rest of these combined. Yeah. And percentage-wise, I think, right? I think that's what you're getting at. Like, it doesn't mean you're going to, it doesn't mean you... You're not going to get build, 12 you more jobs. You built 10 decks this year. You're not going to build 20 decks next year. Right, that's marketing. That'll do that. But yeah, if you built ten this year, and did whatever fifty estimates, all that happens is you're like you're you got the mic for a while. Good. Yeah, I, I would. I would also say that like you're not necessarily going to build. T- you're you might even build ten more uh, expensive projects. Like absolutely, because right? you're going to change your clientele. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're going to change the people that are people are going to get a lot more serious about you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now your turn. Go ahead. Mm. Yeah, Kevin just asked you a question. So Kevin said, <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those uh, who charges. It either forced them to accept a free quote via email after providing some site data remotely or pay the piper for a consultation and proposal. Uh, and Shane and I have talked about this. Uh, our buddy Marson in Saskatoon just started doing this this year, and, and he was really, really reluctant to start, then did, and I visited with him in the fall about this, and he was like, that's the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. I, like, I, I just, like, and it was just so much That's more coming efficient. from one of the guys that probably had some of the most 
he well, was fairly resistant at right? the start. A lot right? of guys don't want to do it, and he was one of them. And there's just so we say this all the time. We have never, not one time, have we had a contractor who started to charge for estimates then say that it was a bad thing they did. Mm-hmm. They like they all, every one of them loves it. They're all <laughs> happy with it. Like Shane with this smoky. Loving it. One, right? It's hot, it though. It smells so good. Vinyl Guys says uh, estimates over the phone are free. Big-time consults are charged. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be big-time consult, right? Just, like, it costs you $100 for me to show up at your house. This one always generates so much uh, chatter in the is Instagram, what it too. Is, man. Cascade says charging for estimates is a great, for estimates is a great poor fit customer filter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ouch. Weeds out the ones that weren't a good fit to begin with. Yep. 100%. Forsman's Finest says gets rid of tire kickers. Like, who doesn't want these things that we're talking about right now? Vinyl Guys has been doing it for three years. Who doesn't want the stuff? Like, yeah, I, I get that it's scary because for most guys, they feel like they have the amount of work that they can handle. And if there was a drop-off, that's scary to them. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I was less busy, I'd be screwed. Yeah. And so you don't want to do things that are going to make you less busy. But the busy. reason You're, that people think that is that they think that when they're less busy, they become less profitable. Mm-hmm. That's not true. No. Busy isn't profit. Busy's a waste of time. Sean Van Dyke will tell you this. <laughs> I watched a guy on TikTok I mean? the other day. He was a contractor who took over his dad's contracting business. I don't remember exactly. It wasn't necessarily Dex, but it was something. And he was saying the year before he took over, their company did $600,000 in revenue. And when he took over, it dropped to $380,000 in revenue. And they put more and their in the profits bank. were double. Yeah. And they put more in the bank. That's like. They stopped taking jobs that weren't going to be profitable. Simple as that. Yeah. So it's like you're a flooring installer and you're and a guy calls you and says, Let's do drywall. And you're like, Yeah, hey, I gotta be busy. I got a two week window. Mm-hmm. I need to do that. And what happens at the end of that is you're upside down yeah. on drywalling because you have absolutely no idea how to do it. And so you waste all your time, you waste your money. You would have been better to stay at home and do your books for two weeks, not work. One hundred percent. Good. So we're all in agreement. We're all in agreement. Charge for estimates and get a shake weight. <laughs> this is awesome. I actually don't think you should do one without the other. <laughs> yep. So hit it home. Try it out. If you don't love it, go back to not doing it. Yeah. It's, it's easy pretty easy to go backwards. Yeah. That said, I've never heard anybody not do a that. single not never a single ever heard person. anybody stop doing it. No. Not one guy. Do you guys charge for estimates? Nope. No. That's crazy. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> we used to when we built. So different story because we're a retailer we're not that's going right, out to site right. we're not investing that time and they're coming here and we're you know we're we're just quoting <laughs> materials we're like the mlas in canada we tell you to not travel God but then we just just like just like the mlas <laughs> it's exactly the same god damn <laughs> can we turn that mic off these analogies <laughs> these analogies just out of nowhere <laughs> um, okay to move on to the next one, the number one thing you need to do is follow up. And so we're terrible for this. <laughs> we're terrible for this. Follow us. On reach outside, but we're, we're working, working on it. it, right? You got but some stuff going on this week that really that might really change that for us. What can happen though when you're so busy? And so n- number five can help. Sorry, number two can help with number one. Right, you'll have more time mm-hmm. to do the follow-ups with the customers you are quoting because you're quoting half as much stuff. You're not dumping a bunch of time into emptiness. Yep. So now yeah. instead of having 
20 people on your plate that you're trying to manage and get back to whatever, you got 10, 10 really good ones. That's mm -hmm. worth the time making the phone call back. So once you do all this, all these other steps, you showed up dressed well, you've petted the dog, you're empathetic, they've, they trust you, you weren't being super sales, you were helpful, so they want to work with you, and then you've charged them for the estimate and they were happy to pay it. Then you deliver the quote. Then you need to follow up with them because if you don't keep your finger on the pulse, so it's easy, like they're busy too. Everybody's busy in their own lives. Sometimes they mm -hmm, look at that, they mm -hmm. set it aside and it just kind of sits there. But follow up and that way you can find out too, like what their reaction to it is. Like, did yeah. you do a good job of pre-qualifying them? Did you do a good job of setting their expectations? Did you give them a quote that was way high because you didn't really tell them what to expect? And so you blew their socks off at the presentation stage. They got it and they went, holy shit. Yep. We better go with the guy who showed up in the dirty pants because I can't, we're not paying that. But a simple phone call to follow up, you might be able to explain like, hold on here, like heads up. The other guy didn't quote any of the stuff I quoted. You know, Wasn't there an example of this where the guy didn't quote a set of stairs? Mm-hmm. Right, it was one of my examples before that I've bid against somebody who didn't have stairs or lights or any of this other stuff in, and yeah, railing it was, was Tim's TBD deck. And, Is that right? Yeah, it's Tim's deck, and and so the eight thousand dollar difference in the quote, but like they're only building half a deck. Yeah. So the follow up is is hugely important, and not only that, but like maybe at some point they find out that you know you deliver the quote, and maybe something in their life situation has changed, and they're no longer ready to do it now. Yeah, doesn't mean they're gone forever. But if you don't follow up, you'll never know that they've just kind of put this back burner and waited till next year. Mm -hmm. um, so if you follow up and keep contact with them, you can maybe kind of set that one aside and be like, okay, this is a lead that I'm going to reach back out to in six months. Close it then. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be anything even other than them yeah. starting over. Because some people will just start over. And because you're charging for estimates, they already invested in your company. Oh, yeah. So they're going to wait. Because mm -hmm. they've already given you the money. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. Like there's just, there just isn't, there isn't a negative. No. So you're scrolling through those comments. Yeah, I am. And one of the comments is Eric is like, you just got to get the gumption to charge. And it's like, yep. do it, man. Just do, do it. it. It's not that bad. It's not a divorce, right? Like getting a divorce is trickier. Not another sweet analogy. But <laughs> it's just like all you're doing you gotta is charging. Do, you got to do it either way though. <laughs> like it's not that much work. That's right. Just charge. Just charge. And follow-ups. Follow-ups can be the same way. Like, send out one email way more to time. start. Yep. Just send out an email. Just don't let it go into the abyss and expect them to, to close themselves the rest of the no, way. No, just ask. I think I'd send an email that was like, what's up? Yeah. Send it. Really? Just, it, it could be so simple. It can just be like, hey, you sent you a quote. Do you want to uh, go to a movie or something? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? You're just a, you're a scroll, contractor. Scroll through Tinder. I saw your profile. <laughs> What's up? What's up? I was just thinking about you. How are things? <laughs> you seem like a really fun person. Right? And then they might, like, they might just send you a question mark back. We got him. I got two shake weights. Boom, gotcha. You have one? Do you want one? <laughs> yeah. Forsman's finest says... I bought us shake weights. Can I come over? <laughs> Three for one deal on Amazon. Forsman's Finest says, life can get in the way. Set up the follow-up at the first meeting or phone call. So that's a good way to keep everybody committed Ooh, to that. If you That seems like a different Leave there, be like, we're going to meet again. Because yeah. some guys are going to, on that's bigger projects, approach. you're going to want to follow up. In, like, you're going to want to set up a follow-up meeting in person to even go over the quote. Yes. Exactly. Some people will deliver that by email. If it's a smaller deck, that's probably fine. If this is a... a a multi-million dollar backyard and you've got renders to present and everything mm -hmm, else mm -hmm. to walk through, like that's probably going to get done in person regardless. So you're going to follow up on that so one. But. They might really be onto something. So imagine if you treated the smaller decks, 10,000, 15,000, 
like you treated a $80,000 deck and you showed up and you were like, I want to come back. I want to present this offer to you. Gives mm-hmm. you a second chance to be in the house, go through all the really good things you did, petting the dog. Yeah. And if you're charging for your, uh, charging for your quotes, build that into your charge price that you're going to be, it's a, like a double. Yeah. You're there twice. You're there twice. Right. You got lots of time because you were going to waste it at Billy Bob's house. You're going to spend, you're going to do 20 estimates and now you're only doing 10. You're you can close actually, eight like, of them. you present so much more professionally. Mm-hmm. And it's okay that you're higher. That's okay. Because you made two trips and the clothes are nice and this is a way better offer than we got. Yep. The other guy just sent us an email that was like, absolutely nothing broken down. $22,000. And you mm-hmm. came in and this one's 30 and I understand exactly what I'm getting for 30. I'll take that. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. That's the big key is that people need to understand what they're being quoted on. They need to understand the scope of work and why you charge more. It's not that some people won't spend more. It's that they need to know what the value is. <laughs> if two things are equal, I'm going to buy the one that's cheaper. Makes me So laugh. tell me why you're not equal. Like, yeah. what's the difference? Because I'm willing to do that same thing in my purchases. If I'm going to go buy anything, a monitor off Amazon, if I find the same monitor in one headset. seller that's cheaper than the other, I'm going to buy it from the cheaper seller. But if the other monitor is better, I'll spend more on it. Yep. So... But unfortunately for a lot of people, they don't know any better. They don't know how one deck builder differentiates himself from the other deck builder. How, it's a deck. How do you deck. How do you make it better than the other guy? And if you don't explain that, well, that's that's on you, but you're probably not going to win that job then. Mm-hmm. So those follow-ups can help with that. Follow up and explain the process, explain why things are the way they are, why it is more money, how it compares to the other quote if they're willing to show you it, et cetera. But more than anything, just don't leave them in the dark with a quote in their hands and, and expect so them to finish themselves off. Yeah, totally. That scheduled follow-up idea is not... It's not the worst idea. So I personally don't like that because I'm really, really, really bad for like meeting timelines. I always have been and I always will be. But what that does is that is immediate accountability. Yeah, on both you. You You absolutely have to have that estimate done in six days from now or seven days from now. I'll meet you back here in a week. Yeah. And it's like, and then then you know. And then when I'm back here, be prepared to make a decision. Yeah, I'm I'm not coming back. You know what I mean? Like my time. Yeah, exactly. Get your other quotes in, and yeah. I'll be back in a week. And if you're like, maybe, well, then I'm going to go fill your time spot. You know what I mean? Yep. And for customers, don't ever use the death words of not in a rush. Yeah, those are death don't words. Not in a rush. Don't, don't, worry, guys. don't ever tell the contractor you're not in a hurry. <laughs> you are find your way to the bottom of the list pretty quick. Yeah. You're on <laughs> the bottom. Then, and then it's like you get to the bottom, but then you keep going to the bottom. It's like, yeah, that guy's not in a rush. That guy's not in a rush. I mean, eventually we were going to be in a hurry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eight <laughs> months later, <laughs> like, now we are. Oh, okay. Well, then no problem. I'll have this done no tomorrow. What do we have here? That's more comments here. Uh, Cascade says, what up follow-up is better than no follow-up. That's right. Yep. <laughs> That's up, 100% follow-up. true. Yep. Uh, another one from Cascade Boys says, bonus points. Spend some extra time on renderings and multiple design options to take it from estimate to a design consultation. They don't yep. get that from your competition. Absolutely. And so that's if, huge. If and that could be so. another thing that's in here. Yep. Like a design, an actual 3D design could help close your, like a, a presentation package will help close your rates too. Yeah. And so you have some software that's not, like you don't have to, you don't have to tell them how many boards you're using. You don't have to tell them like the exact layout, but like a couple different pictures. It goes a long ways. Because the other person brought one piece of eight and a half by 11. That's what they brought. Yeah. Here you go. Just go ahead and sign the bottom. We'll get started tomorrow. It's just the bottom of that board, though. I don't need it's the contract. You sign that board. Yeah. And yeah. I put it down. And it we're a, done. I brought it on a piece <laughs> of two by ten. Anyways, yeah. 
Forsman's Finest says, I scheduled a follow-up call. Let them know I'm calling to find out. So that's good to give people a bit of a, like, bit, give them a, a deadline almost in a way to yeah. let them know like, hey, you know, I need to know too. I'm going to call you on this date to find out if this is a go or no go. Um, yep. Good either way, but I just like, like you want them to actually sit down and have the conversation. What you don't want is to yeah. try to follow up and then be like, oh, we haven't really looked at it yet. We didn't like, you just kind of, yeah, I saw you emailed, but we haven't really, like you don't want that because mm-hmm. you're wasting your time too. So if you just set those expectations to say like, we'll schedule a follow-up meeting on this date where we can review it and then we'll set up another one a week later for you guys to kind of like, let me know what's uh, what your thoughts are. Yep. What we're doing here. Yep. I like that. That's good. So That's like good. I said, this could have been 30, uh, this could have been 30, this could have been a hundred things you can do to help close, increase your close rates. But like I said, I wanted to focus on the ones that are maybe a little bit more that you don't think about all the time. There's some obvious ones. Get your estimate turned around like quickly. Yeah. That helps. Like there's some stuff that makes a lot of sense, but. These were just maybe things that people aren't doing or paying attention to or haven't thought about from somebody else's perspective, potentially. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never realized that when I show up at somebody's house, my work clothes, that they don't just, that they're, some people might not be okay with that because <laughs> that's how I live. I live in these clothes. Right, exactly. I build decks. I just thought they would understand, but sometimes they won't. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to add? I don't think so. Good. How's the sausage? Wait, really nice. good. So we had- Did you uh, like that? Yep. So I've never used a Caribbean. Uh, so he used is that what's on there? Caribbean uh, pellets or so. For some case. context here, um, our store manager here in the Regina location brought his smoker, his Bradley smoker, to work today, and he's like, "We're doing smoke. We're smoking lunch on Friday," and so he picked up some ribs, which he didn't smoke. He bought those prepared, yep. and Cranium some co-op. sausage here to smoke, and he smoked sausage nice. all morning, and then it was ready in the middle of the podcast, so he snuck in and dropped some off, and pretty tasty stuff. Really tasty, tasty. I've never used a Caribbean either, so that's good. Okay, uh, what do we got next week? We're going to be back here next Friday. We're trying to do these on Fridays now. So for those who are Friday. turning into the Instagram, Friday at noon central is when we're trying to get these things lined up. So keep an eye out around that time. And um, parting thoughts? Have a good weekend. Fine. Everybody have a good weekend. Keep we'll see you on the other side down. Next week. <laughs>